0: Hey friends, is it just me or have the past few months really flown by? I, for one, am feeling an overwhelming sense of gratitude to finally be executing events that have been in development for years, plural, multiple, multiple years in some cases. It's an exciting time and I really appreciate you tuning in. End of the Night is our podcast that was inspired by the conversations shared amongst colleagues after the party has wrapped. I'm Cassie Anderson, owner and creative director of Cassie Rose Events, and I am so glad that you're here. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Half, owner of Bloom Floral Design in Northern Michigan. Jennifer and her team have been our partners for some remarkable events over the years, and getting a look inside her world of imaginative floral artistry is a true joy. Floral artist, shop owner, curator, mentor. Honestly, what can't she do? We talk about the evolving demands that exist for suppliers and how her team has navigated the needs of clients in a post-COVID age. We also talk about how to find and frankly keep great talent as part of the team and what it takes to grow a loyal community. So, okay. Tell me a little bit about your origins in this industry. Is this something that you always wanted to do or did you kind of fall into floral
1: design? Completely fell into it. In my former life, I was a teacher. And on the weekends and summers, I landed in a flower shop, a little flower shop in Boulder. And that's where I really got the bug. Totally bit me. (laughs) Anyway, long story short, we moved back to Michigan and bought an old farmhouse, put in this garden that just grew and grew and grew, and it just happened. Because <laughs> you're originally from Michigan, right? Yeah. Are you from northern Michigan? No, I'm from downstate Birmingham is where I grew up.
0: How did you guys decide to move up north? Most people from downstate think of up north as like a vacation spot. Yes. What was it about northern Michigan that you thought like, yeah, this, this is home?
1: So lifestyle for sure. Coming mm. from Boulder, we lived out there for five five or six years, I think it was. We didn't want to go back to the city. My husband and I have a pact that we always wanted to live somewhere that people vacation just mm. for quality of life. So yeah, he's an engineer. He landed a job up here and we just made it happen. There were no teaching jobs to be found, which is also why flowers worked out for me because I couldn't get a job. It was 2008 and everybody thought oh, yeah. I was crazy for starting a business in a recession. And lo and behold, it somehow stuck and the wedding industry was booming up here in the following years with it being such a destination and that wasn't really a thing and the internet and all the the timing was right and we just
0: <laughs> the internet the internet appeared <laughs> and changed
1: everything. Yeah. Pinterest, <laughs> and it's like wham, here we go. <laughs> we just love it up here.
0: How would you describe the wedding market up north? I'm totally one of those people from downstate who vacations up north. My grandparents have had a place on Torch Lake since the 70s. It's actually funny, my grandma always jokes, she's like, you know, when we bought this place in the 70s, like we just had a camper on a lot for years, like Mm -hmm. in here now, it's my cash cow. Like I I never, (laughs) I just wanted a cabin in the woods. Yeah. So for me, like that whole area certainly has a very special place in my heart. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. for you, since 2008 to now, what have you seen as trends in the northern Michigan market or how it's developed?
1: Yeah, and I think it's still developing. We Mm -hmm. have new venues popping up every year. I mean, I would say almost by the dozen, maybe not quite that many. But I, I just think that it fuels an industry that a is so needed up here. There's not a ton of industry other than tourism, yeah. as far as professional jobs go service industry and really travel. It really was non-existent when we moved up here. As far as I knew, I mean, we got married up here. Oh my gosh, 20 years ago.
0: <laughs> no, but there really is this sense of place that I think, makes these locations that much more meaningful. Mm -hmm. It's sort of the best of both worlds. To your point, it's proximal to everything. I mean, it's literally Mm -hmm. in the middle (laughs) of everything. Yeah. But it has, it offers so many different aesthetics too.
1: I was just going to say it's super diverse. You can be in a ballroom, you can be in a barn, you can be lakeside beach.
0: Right. You can have like a Cape Cod coastal vibe, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so funny too. I feel like people who have never been to the Great Lakes come and they're like, oh my God, it's, it's like an ocean. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can't see yeah, the other side. You can't see the other side. There's like literally <laughs> right. tides. Like it's yeah. huge. You yeah, know? seriously. So, yeah, it's such a special place. You know, I mean, I've only been back in the Michigan market about five years. And I feel like even in the last five years, it's just been this snowball. Northern Michigan, mark my words, I feel like Northern Michigan is like the next hot thing for events. Yeah, totally. But I feel like floral design, everything that goes into it is kind of a mystery to clients, right? Like they talk to you, you have ideas, you give them a proposal, but like what it takes to bring that to fruition, there's growers and suppliers and you're shipping it from other places, or maybe some of it's local and some of it's foraged and some of it's from all over the place. Like Mm -hmm. how do you sort of manage a client's expectations and also your design vision while still being at the mercy of a whole supply chain that, especially in a year like this, is bananas,
1: yeah, I mean how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you first of all for bringing that to light because it's such a it is, it's a mystery and people just assume it magically appears and I think that part of what differentiates designers from one another is their supply chain, is their buyer, is the relationship they have with their local farmers and their wholesale market and the things that they have growing in their yard or nearby and the seasonality of things wherever the events happening. So, we especially this year we've had a lot of conversations with our clients and planners and people that we're working with to give us a bit more creative freedom. And just through time and relationship building, we've gained the trust to give us creative freedom to really source the best available product within the palette or the style or the season of things. And, you know, we set the budget and here's what you're getting and we create vision boards for what the mood will be. But then, you know, leave it to us to source what we're actually going to use with, you know, within parameters, like we're not going to do some like crazy Tahitian orchid and in, in lieu of a peony or something but oh, yeah Tahitian I mean, it, <laughs> orchid that sounds so exotic <laughs> I well yeah inexpensive but um no I mean within parameters and people are like oh my gosh it's perfect and you know trusting us and building that relationship with clients and and other vendors to really just let let us fly and it, it creates more unique events mm-hmm. and keeps the artful touches in reach for us too and it's not like we're doing cookie cutter events that way so it works it's been really 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 a great way to design
0: and so I'm also curious. I know you have obviously the like the event floral design side of your business, but then you also have mm-hmm. a
1: storefront. We do. Yes, we love our retail with just like the sweetest,
0: most lovely. It's like the kind of store I want to go in and spend all afternoon without my children.
1: Ah, oh, thank
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a lot of people do that.
0: So you guys go to yeah. the beach. I'm I'm
1: going to go. I'm going to go to bloom. Right. Browse. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that's been a labor of love for sure. Now, this is our fifth season in that space. So I absolutely love it. It's such an awesome way to build relationships with the community, especially mm-hmm. a lot of our wedding clients, we don't get to see them again because they're destination. and you know some people we do multiple family events down the road. But because of our, Location, the retail piece of the puzzle has really been a fun way to dig into the the local community. They need an appointment for a consultation, but they can at least peek in and see what we're doing. And we have ladies that stop in weekly just to take a peek behind our curtain Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see what events we're up to and what colors we're doing. And you know, oftentimes the studio is overflowing with flowers and people get to see a little peek of that. And that's so fun. I bet they love that. Literally a peek behind (laughs) the curtain. Oh my gosh. We have ladies that come in every week just to see what we're up to. It's
0: awesome. (laughs) I I feel like I I I can picture those ladies and (laughs) I'm already obsessed with them. Like, I feel like they're probably so endearing.
1: (laughs) It's fun. It's been really fun and just sourcing product. And we try to be real mindful of where we get things, whether it's artisan or locally based or built businesses we try to support, especially Michigan. Do you see that shop growing or are you happy with the scale
0: and scope of it as it is?
1: I think we're good. We opened a second location a few years ago in Petoskey, and we've since closed it because of COVID and other sure. reasons. There was a lady who was interested in our space to scale her business down, and it worked better for her. So we we tried it. It was fine. It worked great. But I like having everything under one roof from a management standpoint. Sure. Yeah. For now, for now, yeah. my daughter's still in school, and we're still. You know, we'll see. <laughs> no plans right now, but never we'll say never. I will never say never. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, both on the floral design side and on the storefront side, you have built just a powerhouse team of designers and folks who are working with you. How do you cultivate that talent?
1: It's a really good question, especially being a very seasonal business. We literally opened our doors three weeks ago and they close mid-October pretty much Mm -hmm. for the season. So luck is a really good way to start that. (laughs) And um, I have been so blessed with the people that have come into my life and with them, especially I'll mention Samantha, who's our studio manager, creative director. Oh, I know Samantha. She's incredible. And she's literally running the show these days. And I'm so beyond proud of her. I can't, like, I might tear up a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but she, I mean, she, we sat down when she was 19 and she was our little studio, you know, assistant at the time. I think it's been seven, seven years now. And we've created her role because of who she is and how she grows and how she works. And she's been able to literally build her own career at this. So, um, she works year round for me. She's my one year round employee and she's, she's running the design piece of our business pretty much. I mean, we work together with our client communication, but she's completely our, our designer extraordinaire.
0: I think that certainly speaks to her and her talent and her drive. But Jennifer, I think that also speaks to you and the type of business that you're, well, thank
1: you. I think it's so fun to watch people, no pun intended, but bloom into their, their own. Oh, I love um, it. I love a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: just really blossomed. She's just really blossomed. <laughs>
1: she really, no, she really has. Um, and then just a shout out to my retail staff too, because they've, I think Allison's been with us for four years. She's our store manager and a couple of my other ladies, Carrie and Charlotte and Caroline, they've all come back year after year and it just works. Like I'm so lucky to have people that, have other things going on in the winter, whether they leave or they have day jobs, you know, that are seasonal teachers or other mothers, whatever. And then they always are willing to jump back in when we open. We're going to ride this wave. It's working. Yeah,
0: that speaks to you. And it speaks to the work culture that you've created. Oh, you're sweet. (laughs) Any tips for somebody who is, you know, just trying to Pretty up a space in their home?
1: Yeah, I love that question. And I think my short answer is to keep it simple. Little groupings of bud vases or one beautiful bouquet of tulips or something on your table, cut from your yard. I love using things that are growing and blooming and greening up from the garden or the yard or the neighbor's yard or the farmer's market. Or I mean, certainly visit your local florist if you have someone who has some quality things. But yeah, keep it simple. Don't try to over design it. And if you wanted something designed, hire somebody to do it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's true. That's true. Okay. Here, here's some fun questions for you. At least I think they're fun. This is sort of like rapid fire. Okay. What's a flower that you think either like gets a bad rep or is like underrated? Something that like people don't think they want, but then when you use it, it's like, oh, that's actually really lovely. Tulips.
1: Tulips Tulips for sure. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they get a bad rep? I think because they're just basic. People see them at the grocery store all the time. But if you get into the French tulips or the parrot tulips or the real decorative babies, they're they're so interesting and fun.
0: What about something that you think is overused or is like just everywhere and not as special as people think it is?
1: Pompous grass. Oh, God.
0: Don't Mm -hmm. do it.
1: Mm -hmm. It sheds. It's itchy. It's messy. I didn't even think about the shedding. I'll jump she on board whisper, if we have she whispers. to. But.
0: <laughs> what I could see you doing instead, though, is somebody gives you an inspiration image with some pompous grasses and you're like, OK, I see the
1: the vibe that you're going for. And here's what I recommend instead. 100 percent. And there's so mm-hmm. many beautiful preserved things or other grassy options that have the same look without it shedding all over your guests. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: You maybe already answered this or maybe not. But if you weren't doing flowers, would you go back to teaching or would you do something totally different?
1: No, no. I love the business side of things. I think I would do more. I would love to open more diverse shops. Like what? I love retail. Like a home type of a store, maybe kitchen and home. You'd be so good at that. I just love curating collections of things and making spaces pretty. Interior design has always been kind of in the back of mind too. So opening a store is sort of encompassing of all of that because you get to curate the fun things and make the space pretty and make it an experience. You'd be so amazing at that. Oh, thanks.
0: What brings you joy in this work? Why put up with a crazy year like the one we've just had? What is it that makes it worth it to you?
1: The celebration of things is, has always been it for me. The way that flowers make people feel and thankfully what we do is mostly happy events. And that's why I started it. And it's why I continue to do it to watch the bride smile when she sees her bouquet or the mother of the bride smile and be excited when she walks into the space for the first time. And when our clients walk through the door and we, we try to have a lot of different types of flowers than they're used to seeing at a traditional type of a shop and like, what is this? Are these flowers real? Where do these grow? And just the way that flowers make people feel, it's what, what makes me come back for more all the time. And the hustle of an event. Can Done. we do it all again next week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's great the cycle of things, and then just the the diverse nature of what we do. There's so many. Every day is different. Every mm-hmm. event's different.
0: Oh uh, well, Jennifer, it's been so amazing chatting with you. I have missed you so much.
1: Oh, thanks, Cassie. Same.
0: I'm going to be up there for a few events this summer, and we've got to get together when I'm there for sure. Yeah,
1: please pop in and say hello. For yes. Sure, at least. And then let's get another one on the book soon. Let's do it. We're ready for it. I can't wait. Okay. Thanks, Cassie.
0: Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into End of the Night. Follow Bloom Floral on Instagram at bloomfloraldesign and on the web at bloomfloraldesign.com. Love the conversation? Feel free to rate and review on Apple and Spotify. And of course, follow along with our work on Instagram at Cassie Rose Events and on the web at Cassie cassieroseevents.com. Talk soon.